Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Hi, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon on location where nobody really knows he is is <laughs> he's uh, he's producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always my dear pals dave damashek martin weiss martin dave there was so much sports so many sports so much sports last night a lot of good stuff happened i think a lot of it happened when east coasters were asleep i might add but warriors kings game two two overtime hockey games out of the gate mets dodgers went late my eyes were bouncing around like a, a super ball in a bowling alley it was it was spectacular and we got like a month and a half more of this I mean, what, a, what it was a splendid night. And let's remind ourselves of this. When you start getting bummed at in late December about, wow, football season's almost over. Let's remember that the sports gods always are providing us good, fresh, exciting stuff to watch. I was with you bouncing yes. around the, the two overtime NHL games and then what's going on in Sacktown. And by the way, I was also keeping an eye on some major league baseball a mile high as the Babylon Buccos continued their early season little roll. Oh here. man. We're going to get to that because we have our race to disgrace. Of course, we each picked a team to not lose 10 games to not no, lose, to, to lose, to lose 10, 10 games. Right. Whoever lost 10 games first. Yes, you're good. A couple of us are in the, clubhouse waiting uh the result of this uh, obviously we have nhl we have nba playoffs to talk about major league baseball i'm heading to the park tonight and uh play of the game so much but we talked about yesterday yesterday kicked off not i don't know i don't know why this is underreported but our own megan Connolly martin completed the boston marathon in 25903 25903 when you said kicked off i thought you Very were making a Draymond joke yes uh no Congratulations oh, yeah. very much so to Megan for completing the Boston Marathon. I can't personally do anything longer, more than sleep for longer than three hours. So the idea that she was able yeah. to run consistently for longer than three hours, I mean, you just got to tip your cap to people like that. And then just to run it and in the rain and it's very hilly from what I understand and in under three hours. And the thing that Shaq got me as proud as we are, I'm actually as equally as concerned because in every picture through various spots in the race, she's smiling. I mean, this is psychopath material. I, I think, thought the point. same thing. So. Like, right. Especially smiling. The, uh, you don't have to smile end, <laughs> when she tells Harry what she what he can do with her with his prediction. <laughs> She looked like she was on mile yes. one. I like, I mean, I right. Was, yeah. She had just gone to the mall right. or something and came back. Yeah. Yeah. Sheck, this is a different breed. Uh, we're not. Yeah. Used it's to. very weird. Two fifty nine oh three. by the way, the average uh, vigorous lovemaking session from Dave Damashek. Uh, yeah. Is yeah, that true? Yeah. Um, wow. I, this is our, the two is ours though. Sheck. The two oh, is in the 59 minutes. Eye on you. You Come on. All yeah, right. Listen, okay. Uh, All right. A legit wild deed to run a marathon in under three hours. I don't know why that hits me. It's not like she's going to win the thing, but I mean, like what do they win it in? In like two twelve or something. I mean, it's pretty crazy. 
Yeah, 206. I think there was a 208 or something. I know. How much better can you really She's do like at this point? She's like semi-pro kind thinking. of level mayor. I don't know if such a thing exists, but that's not like, you know, you see the people who run, I ran a marathon once. Like, ah, yeah, four hours and yeah. a half. Like, all right. I mean, I could probably walk it in about five, but I mean, this is a legit yeah. achievement by her. Wait a minute. You think you, think you could and walk 26 the, miles in five Mark. hours? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. I'm about no. to say, I don't know. No. <laughs> That's a long way. Well, has what this now this it, it seems on its face that this is as far as extra point talent goes, this is the greatest sports achievement uh, amongst the group, right? A sub three hour Boston Marathon. Although I would argue she came in a thousandth place or something, right? She didn't she didn't win the thing, right? She wasn't second or third or something. No, but what is what would be second most? And I'm not counting the Will Blackman's of the world who went pro or, uh, but what would be the second greatest sports achievement at, amongst the extra points talent? If this is number one, Martin, you want to nominate yourself for something. I could see it. In I your mean, face. I once blocked Draymond green shot in high school, but he's much better Stop at basketball it. than I am now. And stepping too, for that matter. Did you really? That was like, I don't even want to say it because he was so much better than me in high school that like it sounds okay. like I'm hanging on to something right there. I'm really not. I would I I actually thank guys like Draymond and DJ Augustine because they let me know early on that I had no business playing college basketball. I was right there where I needed but to be. But they let you block their shots. All right, that's pretty good, Shaq, I would say, uh, for a number two. That's remarkable. Um, I mean, I've, I, you know, I don't want to pat myself on the back. I mean, when I was coming off the bench six-man for the 93 Final Four mm -hmm. Indiana Hoosier team, I would put that in the mix, you know, humbly. Um, I would say, I would say, right. Sal, you won a WWE wrestling match, a sanctioned fight. Thank you. I didn't want to bring that's it up. That's pretty good. Yes, I didn't want and to bring that up. But I so feel in a like, way, yeah, since you're a professional there. athlete, me blocking the out of your shot 2,000 times at least oh, on the three, on three uh, yeah. blue top that has yeah, to make yeah. the list um you know three straight connect four titles I know I, I I am embarrassed for you mm -hmm. you're not not sports I'm, I, not sports I mean, but, yeah. okay I mean that's small of you to I mean it's definitely a competition definitely not a sport I mean it's a it's a yeah. sport and yes, I won three I straight titles and I once I once ate See, this is what clutch is about. People debate if there's such a thing as clutch. Mm -hmm. I once entered a wing eating contest when I was matriculating at Indiana University. Went there, 50 Gross. wings, 50 wings. Oh. The standard was first round. You have to make it to the second round. You have to eat 50 in under 15 minutes. Barely made it. 1440, I did it in. Then three weeks later, mm. I'm brought back for round two. 70 wings in 20 minutes. Damashek does 70 in five seconds less than it took me to eat the 50. That's what, that, that, that's what, that's what a playoff wow. performer is about right here. Thank you. Pretty good. Not in front of 19,000 screaming fans at the Staples center. Like my uh, okay. achievement, uh, my win over Santino Morell, I pinned him in seven minutes, 35 seconds. Although the Eddie spaghettis of the world, you know, the conspiracy theorists will say the match was predetermined. The Martin too. There was no, there's no evidence. The Martin Weisses will yeah, say it well, as well. All right. But you now know that, what wasn't predetermined? people like that. When Draymond Green like came What's down that? to West Bluefield from second or high to have 35 yeah. points and one shot that was blocked. Mm -hmm. And then also I set the high jump record. Yeah. In it's also not on, it's also not on tape. It's also not um, captured on hmm. video. Very well, might it's be. Not, I was, but, I, right. I was the early stages right, well, of the huddle we'll generation. 
Dig that up. Spaghetti, what are you saying? What's a silver medal? Oh, I'm just what saying happened? what you could, uh, you know, if someone got a silver medal in the Olympics, that would be the probably the second best accomplishment oh. at EP behind Megan's. Oh, really? Well, because you're not winning oh, wow. a gold. You're second best. I would think even a bronze might be. Uh, Depends you, on the I event. don't want to belittle uh, Megan. Yes, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, would you put yourself up there, Spaghetti? The only thing I have done noteworthy was uh, years back. I don't know if you guys remember. He played at University of Florida. Was the Patriots' first round pick, Dominic Easley, uh, D lineman. Yeah, he he's from Staten Island. He went to my mm-hmm. dad's high school. Um, off season, like pre preseason workouts, and my school was there with his. And you could definitely tell within five seconds why he was a first round pick and why I w- I'm doing this. So that's really it. Well, what, what, wait, what did you do? We were all just doing, what, we were just doing drills and stuff together. It? And he, I mean, his, he oh, comes off the ball. Okay. I mean, in a blink of an eye, it was unreal. Can you imagine okay. if they would right. just uh, add to the combine throwing from one knee spaghetti would be in the NFL right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, yeah, Mikey Meatballs throw in Vegas might be up there too. I mean, that's uh, that's silver medalish, I would say. Babyface, well, I mean, you uh, you can't you can't top any of this, I'm sure. But go ahead, you have something funny. I mean, it's not funny to me. I won a, a bronze medal fair and square at the Maccabi Games in one of the hardest events, bowling, 1993, in in international Maccabi, nonetheless. Yeah. Is that right? Wow. All right, so there's Maccabi. a lot to consider. I would love to see footage of a lot of Isn't this it stuff. Maccabi? Yeah, what's Maccabi? Well, you know, it's apples yeah. and oranges, but to you, that's very serious. So, yes, Maccabi, <laughs> Maccabi. <laughs> All right, uh, Megan. Well, congratulations again to Megan. She's now she's the she's the gold standard. I don't know how any of us could top that two fifty nine oh three in the Boston Marathon. And you know what? She's not going to stop either. She'll do uh, four years fifty weird more. Part. Um, probably in the next year and a half. Yeah, my critique weird, is, but, uh, my good critique job by is, Megan. Okay, do it once. Not, not what, what, what's the point again? <laughs> not, what, what, who are you impressing at this point? But okay. Yeah. Good luck to her, and uh, good luck. Oh well, you know she wasn't the only winner. Prop quiz winner Juan Flores, seven right out of ten. Extrapoints.com/slash arcade. We got something for you every week there, and another winner, Jalen Hurts. As we move to the NFL, five years. $255 million contract, 179 guaranteed. Martin, it gets me angry as a Cowboys fan how smart the Eagles have been over the last couple of years. There are going to be some people saying, well, you just backed up the truck for a guy who put together one great year. Um, but I think they made the right move. And the way they're paying it out, I think they made the right move. They're backloading it. I've been talking about this on this podcast. Uh, the only way to do that is that where it's not all guaranteed and then come to the guy a year early. And then I think they're more acceptable to this type of deal. But when you see how it doesn't affect their cap the next few years, it's kind of remarkable. Well, if Martin. nothing else, they're following the, uh, the the model of the team that just beat him in the Super Bowl, right? They say, if you think you got your guy, let's go ahead and lock this guy mm-hmm. up right now. Like I'm not messing around, waiting next year like Baltimore right. did with Lamar Jackson. And yeah, you might get burned. You might end up having signed Carson Wentz or whatever, but I don't think that's the case here with Jalen Hurts, seeing as you know he actually continued on to that Super Bowl run and was a big part of the reason why they were so successful this year. Um, yeah, this is just the, the thing yeah. that's crazy to me is that uh, if you're sitting watch the way Jalen Hurts plays football, you would think I think he would be a much higher injury risk than some of the other quarterbacks. Not that every, I mean, it's a zero sum game. Everybody is going to get hurt eventually, but we've all heard how 
Teams don't want to, you know, running quarterbacks, they don't want to guarantee this money because he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. It's like, mm-hmm. well, Jalen Hurts did what? get hurt this season, continued to play, and got a bag. So I don't know what Baltimore is doing. But it's not fully guaranteed. It's 180, right? 179 out of the 255 check, which seems like a very fair. Um, and like I said, how it's spread out it really benefits. Yeah, the a massive amount of scratch. And it will probably, if Jalen Hurts performs at a, <laughs> at, at a nice level in 23, it'll look like a bargain a year from now when other Absolutely. quarterbacks are going after it. I, you know, I, I'm skeptical because you know, running quarterback. And so his, his brand of ball is predicated on his ability to do that, but he's, you know, his lower half. I mean, we're not talking about Lamar Jackson's build. I mean, this is a, this is a guy that's got that big old tuchus on him and those big thighs and everything. And I, and and this is a family program. He's not taking a million. He doesn't appear to me this far into his career to be taking a ton of shots. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I, it makes sense to me. I, you know, call, you know, listen, call me uh, uh, a cynic though. I I'm a little bit nervous about what, what goes on from here, but I, I for the short term, it seems wise through the next two years. Who are you nervous for? I will see what happens with that. I mean, like the NFC is soft. It's a, it's fascinating because where does Jalen hurt stack up in the AFC QBs? is a very different conversation than it's like, well, who's as good as he is. I mean, it's a very short list on the NFC side of things. So it seems savvy for the next two to three years. The Eagles are probably going to be in the mix now for that duration. It's a spectacular rise to the top, right? Because a year ago, and I was one of them saying, yeah, maybe he's not the starting quarterback. Who knows? Maybe Minshew. You might see more Minshew than Hurts. (laughs) To, oh, he's, question, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the NFC. It really is. It really was a year, right? It was about a year ago when uh, I was holding on against hope that Jalen Hurts wasn't their guy. And now $255 million. And uh, his agent, Nicole Lynn, by the way, this is how, you know, women are smarter than men. She just jumped in there and it's like, I want to be your agent. She, do you see this, Martin? She hit him up. She got in his DM. She hit him up on Instagram, sent him a direct message. And, uh, and ask, say, hey, if you don't have an agent yet, I'd love to represent you. And he agreed. And she's part of this all-female-run agency. And uh, pretty good for her. Gets in there, jumps in there. And uh, it's really a pretty amazing story through and through. What's going on, gone on in the last 14 or so months? <laughs> yeah, uh, I would just like to say my Instagram DMs are open. They're wide <laughs> open. They are, I'm here yeah. for anybody that's willing to try to get me 110 guaranteed at signing. 179 over the next get year. Get that Draymond Brock. Get that block shot up there and on footage of it. And maybe, maybe you'll get something. Maybe get a sniff I, They're open. I mean, I get the DMs yeah. all the time. None of them come attached with any type of monetary value. So I'm just feel free really? to hit me up with some bread. No, tell us right. more about the, the, the nature of the DMs you typically get. Well, Dave, they're sort of yeah. they're some. They're not nearly as racy as your mentions. I saw you tweet uh, <laughs> all the bots that could come and reply to you. Talking about, are you interested in a good time, <laughs> Dave? Would you like to come over or XXX? I'm getting a lot of those too. The, the, uh, don't, don't be jealous, or Sal. But, uh, yeah, I have one young lady who is Rosie, <laughs> specifically is her name. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to embarrass her in, okay. in a public forum here, but she tweets me just about mm. every day, like, 
you want some like that kind of stuff. And it's like, poor kid. Really? Nice. Take the hint or, you know, but whatever. I mean, I, I have two eyes and a mirror too. I know what you're looking at, Rosie. I get it. (laughs) Do you have a big tuchus? Because you say that's what it takes to uh, advance. That's what Martin, I think needs (laughs) to get the the money, get the bag. Right. Uh, By the way, speaking of lunatics from Pittsburgh, um, big Ben says no one is afraid of Lamar Jackson's arm accuracy. What do you mean? Oh, I, I, he said it's this. So, Am I'm I making talk, it up? I, listen, why I, um, I, I have to play the defender all the time to pap? This is what this is. This is Huey and Applesauce, this story. In the context oh, of what he was saying. Nobody asked you to play like, defender. You just jumped into the role. Well, because Sal, <laughs> yeah, you don't because have to do right it. Out, uh, did you not hear the way Sal set this up? He's like a lunatic, and this is what he... It's a, you're, you're suggesting that Ro, that the idea, the big takeaway from people is that Roethlisberger is diminishing Lamar Jackson in the context of what he was saying that with Odell Beckham, a field stretcher, that this is going to make Lamar more dynamic, throwing the ball downfield, because as it is, no one is fearful of that specifically. And in fact, their greater fear is him running, which is why they bring safeties up to the line of scrimmage, what they're no longer going to be able to do with Odell on the field. Did he say no one is afraid? Did he say no one is afraid of his accuracy? Are those, um, are those words amongst I, listen, what he I, said? I, I'm not going mean, to wordsmith uh, Ben Roethlisberger. But of I, course not, because he's, he said he said he's stupid. I mean, it's like an elephant <laughs> pointing out that a chihuahua can't fly, honestly. If it's I don't know what Mahomes, that means, but I agree. It's, it's but another yeah. thing. Well, he's talking about arm accuracy. Like, all right, let have wait a few years. Wait, wait till people have forgotten about um your uh your prowess. Don't you, the last da- don't you start years. with you, this you crap, know true. please. This the, the weird diminishment of uh, the career of Roethlisberger is yeah. just outrageous from RG three <laughs> on down. Everybody like who was it? There was a prominent voice out there, a football player voice, like well. If Ben Roethlisberger is a first ballot Hall of Famer, then 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 all bets are like, what are we talking about? Mm. Of course he's going to the Hall of Fame, whether you like it or not, and it will be on the first ballot. I don't care. Yes, but you know what was was those last okay, couple but, of years. But, but, but the, but the argument but, that people yeah. who are trying to stand for Lamar Jackson when it's not necessary here, if you're worried about Lamar Jackson, mm. what you should be pressing are the Baltimore Ravens to get the deal done sooner rather than later. But this argument that somehow yeah. uh, Roethlisberger's taking shots at him is, 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 is like I say, he who is, he is, he is keep not taking shots at him at all. But, but what it has turned into is like, who's better between the two? I mean, come on. We, we only huh. have so many hours here on the big blue marble. Let's not waste time debating yeah. something that we all know before the debate even begins. Obviously, number seven is greater than number eight. Come on. <laughs> I don't know what number, not uh, Troy Aikman's number eight. I don't know which, which <laughs> the eight. The purple okay. one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> number eight. Uh, all right, let's go to the draft. Somehow this draft is nine days away. This is spectacular. It's uh, jumped on there. Sheck, you talked about it with uh, Greg McElroy yesterday. Mm. Lots of fun. Go check that out on minus three. Bryce Young now. You go to Caesars. They have a million props. Go to Caesars Sportsbook right now. Check it out. Bryce Young, though, now minus 1,200 to go first. This is a foregone conclusion that the Panthers are going to draft him and Frank Reich, and he will be the Carolina Panthers opening day starter. That's how it seems. Minus 1,200. C.J. Stroud is plus 650. Martin, Pick us a draft prop on Caesars. Like I said, there's a ton of them, uh, but have fun. Now's where you got to make your uh, move because the odds change considerably as the rumors. Run I up. am going to give you first wide receiver taken Jordan Addison at mm-hmm. five to one right now. I, I, I know that uh, okay. 
there's been a ton of talk about Zay Flowers, and he's been flying all over the place. But he's five nine. Like he's going to play in the slot. Like he's I, that's uh, his position. Like I get it. If you have the speed of Tyreek Hill, then uh, then yeah, I'll come and take you in a top ten or something like that. But uh, no one has the speed of Tyreek right. Hill, so that's the case there. And then I have a feeling that Jackson Smith and Jigba is off a lot of people's boards just in general because of the. So it the seems way that like he kind of carried yeah. him like the way that I think that still matters to a lot of GMs and a lot of scouts in that he could have played last year, didn't play last year. Why didn't he play last year? Does he love the game? Blah, 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 so on and so forth. Therefore, I say Jordan Addison, five to one, first wide receiver taken. You're welcome. All right. That's a good pick. You know, it's funny with the Njigba because, and in Peter King's column, they talk about like, well, you know, he did miss. He could have played. He didn't play. Like, why is this a concern now? Why are we, why two weeks before? And he's sitting there at favorite at minus 230. It is weird, Sheck, at the timing of these rumors and when the body of work is there for us to see. But it seems like all of a sudden, two weeks before, the GMs are like, "Yeah, he wasn't very accurate in that game against South Carolina in November." Because it's because we've now we're now close enough to the finish line where everybody is compelled. All the people involved in doing in making draft picks here is doing the smokescreen stuff. I don't buy back to where we started this conversation. CJ Stroud is going to go second to the Texans. This is a whole bunch of jive that people mm-hmm. feed into. They're like, "Well, maybe they won't." I mean, who's that? They're going to take C.J. Stroud, of course. And if they don't take him, it'll be Anthony Richardson. And that's that. I am going to go with you four to one Stroud to the Texans at number two. But on top of that, it really is fun to go through all of these and the different ways you can put them together. I think the Lions Mm -hmm. drafting an edge rusher at plus 150 is a fun play. And I like the Steelers to draft a defensive back because that gives you the wiggle room corner versus safety. I like the DB tag versus uh, more specific plus 100. I do think that for all the talk about Peter King, really weird again, accepting rumors and then pushing them out as, as fact is weird because whatever knock you may have on the Steelers, they don't leak go. You never hear rumors that come true. So maybe this one will be the anomaly. Don't buy this Jalen Carter jive. I think they're, they're going to stay where they went. Maybe they'll trade trade up for a corner. And by the way, that's another fun play. First corner off the board is Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez first corner off the the board. I agree. And you can get it. The trades are a killer. Sorry, so you can That's get Christian Gonzalez right now. No, good. First cornerback drafted a plus 140. Devin Witherspoon's got better, uh, shorter odds. But I think Christian Gonzalez, I don't. I know you said Detroit might take an air rusher. He might not get past the Lions, uh, Gonzalez. By the way, what the hell happened? CJ Stroud, that was my pick. Uh, Sheck, you, you touched on it too. Second overall is now plus 220. It was four to one. Yes, this is what I mean, Martin. We got to get on these quick. We're talking too much about blocking Draymond shots and, and stuff like that. And we, we lost a 180 worth of value there. I My tweeted God. it yesterday. Don't um, you see the power yes. of the extra I points know. network, Sal? That's the big takeaway. You're moving the line. We cut it in You're half. You're moving the line, Shaq. Yes. Uh, 
Spaghetti, I liked your call with uh, Anthony Richardson saying uh, over, right? Weren't you saying that yesterday on I've Minus 3? I've a pretty big detractor of Anthony Richardson. The fact that he's even in the conversation to go first overall or top two to me is insane. And we had Greg McElroy on. He said the same thing. I mean, he had half a season of games, six games with one or zero touchdown passes. If you're just going simply eye test, I don't know how you can give the keys to the kingdom to this guy who you're just projecting to somehow figure it out. I'd rather my players dominate the conference like a Bryce Young did or like a CJ Stroud did in the Big Ten. Um, so, yeah, not a fan of uh, of Tony Richardson. Yeah, um, well, it's a hefty vig there. Over four and a half is minus 240, but I do think they're going to wait on something like that. For my team, Cowboys, and we'll, we'll hit this more um, next week, uh, tight end and uh, defensive lineman edge are favored to go first at two to one and running back. So much talk about these on Robinson. Get him, Sal, right? Because he's from Texas. went to Texas. I might just as an emotional hedge bet running back first drafted position for the Cowboys, a plus 550. Look, they'll probably screw up the pick anyway, but I don't I don't like that. They will already franchise tagged a guy, a running back for $10 million, which is um, unheard of in, in today's day. And now we're going to, Compound it by drafting yeah, a running because back here's first. Why. I'm As not I sure. say all the Plus time. Plus 550. I mean, this this is a generational prospect, and we get a little bit wild with the, the word generational mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But for real, isn't this kid expected to be? I mean, the 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 comp is like he's the best running back since Saquon Barkley. And Saquon Barkley is mm. a cautionary tale to some degree. I think because of the injuries and everything that finally yielded the big season that he just had in 23, but you're the Cowboys in a soft NFC. You were what 60 minutes plus away from getting to a super bowl. You need a finishing piece here. You need a playmaker. This seems like it to me. Don't you do this? It's just, I guess it's just not that smart in this day and age. But on the other hand, I don't want the Eagles trading up and getting them with the, one of their million picks. So uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's wise anymore. I will say this. Talk about Martin getting screwed. I did talk about DeMar Hamlin being comeback player of the year. No question yes. about it, right? Yes. Last oh, week yeah. we discussed this. He was minus minus 125. Today he's been cleared by everybody to participate in, in football drills, and they took it off the board. So they're going to come back, and he's going to be like minus 1,000 to win this thing. Again, we screwed up, Martin. It's just... I don't know what what's wrong with me. I can't take it. I don't it know anymore. why you did. I thought you bet it. it. I thought you actually did bet it. You just you spent like ten minutes nah, talking about I like talking about, about it. I never did it. Yeah, I know. I was talking too much. Talking way too much. We got to be doers more, Shaq, and not uh not talking. Speaking of so, doing, anyway. would you do right, what so, Demar Hamlin is apparently going to do and play football again? I don't know. I don't. I. You know, I guess so. I guess if he's really, really, really cleared, I, I suppose so. And it's uh, seen as like a freakish accident, then yeah. But would you? I, I feel like a recurring thing for me is we we from the outside with the head injury specifically, you know, people sort of say like, man, we got to save these guys from themselves, but talk to football players and they generally speaking, they're all aware of the danger. And most of them have accepted the you know the the danger in doing it in exchange for generational mm-hmm. wealth setting up their family for the next hundred years so yeah right. i think i would i think i would. I, I think i would say if i'm demar hamlin like listen i can take care of my family for the next you know for the next five generations i'm in 
Yeah. And also, Martin, before you go, it also a lot of it de- largely depends on how much he bet on himself to win comeback Great. player of yes. the year at minus 125 last week. But uh, yeah, go ahead, first, but Demar Hamlin, I mean, he's been playing football his whole life. He's like under he's like 25 years old, 24 years old. Like, I don't know why he, he would uh-huh. stop doing it. But when you were just talking about the head injuries, it made me think when it came across that Jalen Hurts had signed this contract. I was at work and I turned and I said, I would trade right now. I would trade two concussions for a million dollars. So like you're talking about $180 million Ooh, guaranteed. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go out there and play football. Like to your point, like DeMar Hamlin is not, wow. he was a vested veteran because the NFL gave him the, uh, the uh, they gave him that status, even though he wasn't. That to me is a bigger story that you can right. go break your back on a football field in your first year and, you know, you won't get paid out. But that to me is a bigger story, honestly, than DeMar Hamlin because it was a freak accident. A lot of those guys now, more right, and more 21st face. century guys, take out insurance policies against themselves. What was the? <laughs> can't think of the guy who went to the Cowboys from Notre Dame, uh, Jalen uh, Jalen Smith. Smith. Um, he, Smith. I, I think he cashed that, didn't he? So he kind of insulated himself from yeah. from real financial devastation. But like you know, 180 million dollars guaranteed is one thing, but. The typical NFL player guy, like, what are we talking about? Like trying to bank 3 million by the time you're 25 and then you're on to the rest of your life. That's a pretty right. good, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of set for life then, aren't you? I mean, you're, I mean, you shouldn't buy well, multiple houses all across the globe, but you're kind of in good shape if you're 25 and got 3 million in the bank. Well, you definitely earn more money than most it's people a good, 25. Right. It's a good debate. One thing I'll take from this is uh babyface. take note that, for future caps of consequences that Martin is willing to trade two concussions for a million dollars. So I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if we can raise that kind of money or where it goes, but uh, that's, that's where we are. All right, listen, let's take a quick break. We'll uh, give Caesar some love. We'll be re- back with NBA and NHL action. Tickets to the game, merch meals at iconic restaurants stays at Caesar's palace. All this can be yours. When you bet with Caesar Sportsbook. win or lose every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code Omaha full and then place your first bet up to twelve hundred and fifty dollars. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. Twenty one and older only offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wagers only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet is $1,250. The bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, it's 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Monday's game in the association, the game's actually, the Sixers beat Brooklyn 96-84. It was a game for a minute. Now the Sixers are up 2 nothing. The Brooklyn was up at half, but really this is, this is as bad as a playoff game gets as far as I'm concerned. I, I know I'm a curmudgeon when I look at this, but Martin, 76 three-pointers, not just a coincidence that it's a 76ers <laughs> game, but 76 three-pointers put up and 180 total points scored. It just looks ugly. I hate it. Like if you're going to put up 19 threes a quarter collectively, someone should plan on making a few. Well, I just, think. Am I wrong about no, this? I mean, how many times can you watch Spencer Didwitty and Seth Curry pass the ball back and forth to each other until one of them takes a step back? Yeah, uh, it was horrible. It's the only way that Brooklyn has to win. And I hate the fact that it exists because it's just trying to game the system or like trying to, it's like playing a video game where you find a cheat code except the cheat code's not working. Like, stop, stop, just stop. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe if you stop shooting so many threes and start laying the ball up, you'd be in a better spot. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the the number one, eight, and two, seven in the Eastern Conference are just sent to end. Like, I just pray at this point. Yeah. That, that, that uh, and, and three, six, rather, to that to that point to, for this one. Just don't win. Just Brooklyn, don't win. Atlanta, don't win. Leave it alone. Just right. get swept so we can move yeah, on. well. It looks like you're going to get your way, but I don't understand why all the coaching has like, um, I don't know, Sheck. I'm trying to think of the equivalent of this in football. If I just find it over the course of two decades, like everything became a fly pattern to Tyreek Hill, like three out of four downs was that right. And everybody went on four to right. Like it wouldn't be exciting I, anymore. I, I, right? I like, okay. Pets either pass interference. It's incomplete or it's a touchdown. Like, I don't, uh, yeah, but yeah, but they figured out you could score more points this way. I'm like, all right, I guess so. But also, when it doesn't work, it really is um, ugly, like I said, it, to watch. It, right. It, it's the real problem is, as we have talked about ad nauseum, is sameness. You don't want sameness league-wide, whether it's pro football, college football, pro basketball, um, or beyond. And yeah. and that that is vaguely unsatisfying. I do think, you know, as somebody who is objectively watching the playoffs um, from a rooting interest is uh, – it, you know, I wish it was five game playoffs. I would hate it if my team even worse in the NHL than the NBA, but that's what I'm thinking as I'm watching these games, the last, you know, four or five days in both sports is like, Oh, they spray spread them up. Fellas, let's go. Let's get through this thing. Let's get, let, let's, oh, let's, let's roll through me? this here already. It's the first round. The, let's, let's get through the, the Nets Warriors, here already. 
the Warriors and uh, and Kings, uh, a series I'm I'm loving. It's the one I love. Uh, they don't play again till Thursday after last night. Kings beat them 114-106. Solid game. Not as entertaining, I don't think, as Saturday night. Uh, 2 nothing Kings now all of a sudden, and they're favored to take that series against the ex-champs, minus 170, or the current champs, I guess, minus 170 to Dubs or plus 140 on the uh, payback. But uh, as, you know, Draymond did his part. Martin, you mentioned he was ejected for stomping DeMonte Sabonis' chest. Sabonis sprawled out on the court, grabbed Draymond's leg to prevent the fast break, and then Draymond just, he really did, just stepped right in the middle of his chest. I I don't know why, Martin, but I feel, I don't want to say I feel bad for Draymond, but when I saw it immediately, I was like, oh, come on. This is obvious what happened. Well, to me, I just, I can't, I'll go back every time he gets a technical foul. He said it on March 10th when he's talking about Dylan Brooks. He goes, I only yeah. get, I never get baited in the technical fouls. I only get technical fouls and I want to get technical fouls. So I won't respond to Dylan Brooks's antics as I'm paraphrasing at this point, because mm. that'll then be a double tech. And so I just sat there and I was right. looking at Sabonis grab his leg. If Draymond just stood there and minded his own, if he just stood there, let his leg be grabbed and put, put his arms up and is yelling at the referees. Mm-hmm. Then Sabonis gets a flagrant foul. We're talking about how Sabonis is trying to grab and maybe twist the ankle, all of that. But no, he couldn't help himself because he had like you, he had a little bit of an inch. He had a little bit of an inch to show his whole ass and said, "You know what? Thank you. I will." And the thing of this is yeah. like this is not normal. Like it's not a standard. Like kicking the guy. I don't have a big, super big problem with that. But just the whole egging everybody on in the crowd, he's yelling at the crowd, calling them uh, uh, all types. Oh, he got right in the camera. He like he made a WWE I mean, promo style. He like looked down the barrel of the camera. Everything but a child of God. Like and I, and between that and Westbrook going up in the stands, going up in the suite, like I don't know going, what that was. That was weird. We've gone too far here, guys. Like. At the end of the day, Russell Westbrook got $47 million guaranteed. Draymond Green has four NBA championships and has been able to, to handle himself in some of the most high-pressure moments that exist, right, that it can exist in sport. Yo, you got to relax. Like, you got to come down a little bit because something's going, like, like you're nuts. <laughs> like, You know, I don't know if I agree with you, you, you saying, like, if he had just stayed there with his foot on his chest and, and put his arms in the air and complained, he would have gotten the call. I don't know. Because he is who he is, I think the refs might turn the other. Now, I don't think the answer is then to step down as hard as you can on the guy's sternum. Um, but I, he's he's made it, like you said, he's become such a cartoon character with all this that I don't I don't know if he gets any calls that uh, anyone Not else right. would get. But if Shaq he would have just stood yeah. there with his foot yeah. on top of him, what he would have gotten is an endorsement deal from Captain Morgan's. But the um, <laughs> there you go. What? But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can't have it both ways, Draymond. You know who should understand this? A guy named Cousin Sal. There's a question on this week's laugh lines uh, related to your co-host Megan running the marathon. Who would you mm-hmm. least want handing you a drink while you're running a marathon? Right. And I get correct me if I'm wrong. Sal's a little offended that that the answer is obviously well, like obviously Sal. I wouldn't want Sal handing me a drink at the marathon. You can't. You're a mixer. Yeah. You and Draymond have made your beds. Now get into it together and put your feet on each other all you want. That This is what you get for being a mixer. Yeah. I do. The only thing I'll say is I think there are better choices than me. Um, Bill okay. Cosby, I might not take water <laughs> from, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, 
you know, so, uh, but maybe I'm second. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm second. That, maybe that's my greatest sports achievement right there. The fact though, Martin, this has uh, got me laughing a little bit. You know, Sabonis stayed down a long time and maybe there is some damage to his chest. So I don't want to belittle it, but so he's getting an MRI. Draymond is also getting Hilarious. an MRI on his ankle. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, that, 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 he did six laps after the whole thing, just like taunting well, fans and players. He did and six laps around the gym. He, Sabonis plays six more minutes yeah. in a game. So, I mean, neither yeah, I one know, of them truly need to get a look at. I Although I did say, when I saw Draymond put his foot down on a man's chest like that, I was like, yo, he's lucky if he mm-hmm. plays game three. Now, after a night, after sleeping on it, I think he does play game three. But because Sabonis did clearly have him in a in a uh, in a leg lock there, and uh, right, he should have right, just right. hopped around like he should just you know, but he, he can't help himself. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah did you he know can't. To he me, can. it's not, it's not I've seen the video a million times. As you know, whenever one of these videos comes out, I'm going to watch it until I can tell you what every single person is doing inside of it. There's no like <laughs> galvanizing force among the Warriors when this happens. Like, Jordan Poole sitting back laughing with Andre Iguodala. Steph Curry's, like, mm-hmm. staring off into space. Steve Kirk can't be bothered. It's just Draymond in the crowd. And, like, De'Aaron Fox even said... No, no Lyman ta- Lion Tamer. Yeah, well, yeah. Even uh, De'Aaron yep. Fox said, he's like, we know that he was doing that to try to amp his team up, and we weren't going to let it happen. Like, we knew that we had to go out and win mm-hmm. this game, especially now because it is, like... We didn't talk nearly enough about this going in. This is the end of the Warriors. I really feel like it. I really feel like this really? is this is the last dance. I'll be wrong about this. I'll be wrong about this if the Kings win. I thought they played the, you know, with with you know with Poole and Wiggins. I thought they played the load management thing perfectly. But um let me tell you, the Kings are eleven games over five hundred on the road. So these are uh these are not gimmies for they the Warriors not, coming back. I think should be, should be the good. championship pedigree and all the cliches that will be thrown out on the broadcasts upcoming in these next two games will be proven correct. In the short term, I think the dubs are about to even up this series. It is a dandy. I agree with you, Sal. I thought Saturday night mm. was a great atmosphere. Some of the best elements of sports represented there. That long walk through the desert is the worst. When your team sucks and you're a punchline, and especially when you're a more provincial kind of a town, you're not a metropolis, you're Sacramento. You're kind of a joke in the state. Not a, for, forgive me, capital of uh, of California, but you know, you're not San Francisco or LA. Um, so chip on the shoulder forever among their fan base and all of that. By the way, though, Shaq, I thought about you when I thought about this, this should be a great rivalry. This should be the Bay yeah. area, right? That's, uh, they're not a thousand miles away from each other. Kings and warriors forget about just this series. This should be one of the better rivalries and let's sports, right? So let's get that. Yeah, let's hope it keeps on. What rolling. is the best Bay area, Bay area rivalry? Giants in and, like, is Giants there even and uh, Dodgers. A's. Oh, no, no, no. But I mean, in the North, like keeping it within that's the, the North. Part that's, like, that's, that's the part that is, doesn't is, work, right? Because the war, I mean, my whole childhood, yeah. the Warriors were terrible and the Kings were good. And yeah. then as soon right. as the Kings got bad, the Warriors got Steph. And then so they, they got, you uh-huh. know, from they climbed their ranks to then be four-time champions in the last 10 years. So, like, I think that's, that's, that's what ends up being the issue. Like, you got Michigan and Ohio State wasn't a rivalry for the longest because Ohio State was just walking and stomping all over Michigan and, and Brady Hoke and Rich Ryan yeah. and like. Seahawks and Niners emerged as what was good, was a, as a contender for the best 21st century rivalry. I and I think it has a chance of being back if you buy the Geno's going to sustain this. But, yeah, 
I, all of a sudden, I'm just trying to keep it Northern California. I guess it like it couldn't be A's and Giants even in the 90s when they played in the World Series because that was kind of it, right? Like they don't play. Well, a lot as of Kings I, as I've long said, as enough. I've long said, the NFL with that 17th week should add rivalry week and have the Raiders play the Niners. Yeah. I know the Raiders are, but Niners, like they, sure. Pittsburgh should yeah, well, play Philly. Vegas, Dallas yeah. should play Houston. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville should play uh, Tampa and so on. It would be great. Um, and by the way, mm-hmm. to stoke rivalries to, you know, I know we'll, we'll talk puck. Yeah, come on, Anaheim Ducks, get out of there. No one gives a crap about you. Move, move <laughs> to Portland and become the Pacific Ducks. And we'll have rivalries, rivalries, and more rivalries. Seattle, San Jose, oh, it'll be great. All but right. listen, we're getting away get from it, the but Northern let me tell California. You this. I'm getting, I'm getting Harry sending me um, texts about soccer. I don't even know how he's listening to this podcast. <laughs> Seattle soccer and shit. This is. I, I want to tell you this. about so San Harry Francisco, Sacramento. I like your shoes. <laughs> what is going on? How is he on? watching? You, us? Oh, he's with baby, oh, okay. baby dot. He's with. Uh, he's I with thought baby though, face. as I'm sure on. most people did, watching Game One, like, wait, Wiggins is going to play like this? Well, then, then the Warriors might win the entire West then if this, if this is going to be the case. Well, he, yeah, uh, I mean, he scored 17, but he would, he missed seven out of eight from three that, that game right. one. So I, I know that that's why I thought it would, it would all catch they just, up. They're uh, not the same two. team. They, they act like the same team, but defensively they don't lock mm-hmm. down the same way they used to defensively. Malik Monk's hitting three sixty. Definitely not towards the end there. Um, and then yeah, in that, the first quarter, Sacramento couldn't score. They couldn't get anything going. The only reason they had any points in the first seven minutes of the game is because Golden State kept giving them live ball turnovers. It's just not. It's not the mm-hmm. same team that that they used to be in terms of like. No, well, they didn't get any juice from sure. like the Kamingas of the world. The, the and Jordan Poole's been a disaster this postseason so far. He's been in and out of this season like. They needed those draft picks. Well, to the hit. Kings play with like thirteen guys. Yeah, definitely have a deeper bench, and they got uh, energetic guys who take it to the hoop, which is a foreign concept in today's uh, NBA. De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk, not afraid to take that last shot. No question. I love no guys what that are is. nails like that ahead of schedule. Only. You know, Fox is a special player, but you don't yeah. know in the playoff atmosphere if he's going to rise to the occasion. The answer is he is going to, and has already done it repeatedly in these two games. Um, you know, to your point about it's the, the sameness of it just being a, a league of shooters while the dubs are set up in that regard. So in a, in a soft West, yeah. I, I, I'm not writing them off, but the point that, that uh, occurred to me watching Suns clips is game one. And now we have game two upcoming this evening. Whoever wins that one's going to the finals. That's my big, that's my final. Like I, that, I huh? took the Suns before the mm. playoffs kicked off, but you know, you watch the clips and you think, boy, they survived this and then add Paul George to the mix. I, yeah, I mean, I'll take them over. They are going to be tough, man. When Kawhi is locked in Martin, it really, really seems like there's no one better. Really. I don't know what the 38, five and five in game one. Um, this is a must uh, must win tonight, I think, for Phoenix. I love how uh, Kawhi goes 38-5-5, and five, and the discussion is uh, Russell Westbrook and how great he was with his 3-for-19. Yeah, he was like 3-for-19. Yeah, uh, he yeah. missed 16 shots. But, I mean, it was it was one of the more confusing games we've ever seen because while he was missed 16 shots, it was it, it's hard to deny the impact that he had on it. Uh, my takeaway from this was the Suns are definitely, uh, if they do win the title, it is going to be because Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker just go God mode because they don't have enough. They don't have enough uh, outside mm-hmm. of those two guys 
And uh, the real issue is a lot of people are going to look at Chris Paul. But, I mean, Chris, I saw Chris Paul play in New Orleans when I was in the eighth grade. I'm 33, right? So, like, it, mm. it's, maybe number one overall pick DeAndre Ayton should do more than fall into 12 points a game. He's the tallest guy out there right. by a mile. He should be the strongest guy out there. But he's out there getting out rebounded by 6'3 Russell Westbrook, who's got more, he's more interested in what the fans are doing at halftime than what's going on in the game. So I, I, if yeah. that's the guy that needs to be the other part of this triangle, he's not going to be, at least he hasn't shown it yet in any of these postseasons so far. And uh, that to me is that's a big cause for concern for the Suns because they don't have enough without him. Well, that's a big game tonight, and I'll, I'll talk more about it when we get to play of the day. Atlanta at Boston. I'm with you guys. Atlanta go away already. Boston's a 10-point favorite. If you want the Hawks, want to take a shot at them to win the series, you get 13-1 right now. And then yeah. Knicks you at Cleveland. Take a shot at, I'll this give is you a fun one. one. How about that? If you can hear my voice. 10? <laughs> you'll get you'll give less than what's offered oh, 15 out there? Or whatever. Oh, wow. What I'll steal. take your money. <laughs> what a deal. <laughs> uh, Knicks at Cleveland. Cleveland five and a half. They're down a game. Uh, two fourteen is the over under. Knicks are minus one seventy to win that series. Josh Hart is out though for that game. That's that's kind of big. He was important for that game one. But uh, this is a this should be a fun series. Not you know, uh, yeah. The the one thing the Knicks don't want is Spider Mitchell going crazy and be like, well, we made the wrong move. Spider Mitchell put the nail on us. And uh, they're moving on, and we could have had them in the offseason, especially after the way game but one. Check uh, next Cleveland. It's starting to feel like yeah, it's more just sure. of like a not fun for Milwaukee basketball fans, but for mm-hmm. objective fans, like it's a fun thought Ugh. experiment. If Giannis is out, then what happens? I guess it's not. Mm-hmm. It's an unsatisfying the Celts run to the finals, but it does then put the survivor of Knickerbockers Cavaliers in. Um, in contention, potentially at least to to get to the finals, right? Where, whereas if Giannis is right, um, I think they'll make yeah. you know. Yeah, sure. Uh Martin, if you had to pick two teams to win this week, their next game, you had a money hmm. line parlay them. Here are the choices. Okay. Shaq, you could of course weigh into Celtics, Cavs, Suns. I'll throw the Grizzlies in there, even though that's a pick 'em. Bucks without Giannis, with Giannis, I don't know. Or Denver. Did I forget anybody? Celtics and Denver. I'm not going to. Celtics and Denver. That would be my two money line picks right now. I think Minnesota is. They they saved all their yeah. juice for that 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 play in against the Lakers, and it's 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 over now. So that's minus 194. I'd like to get minus that. Minus 194. Really? The Celtics and the Yeah, Dallas. yeah. Well, they're yeah, big they got favorites. a huge favorite. Okay, then the, then if you if you want to juice it up, then how about Celtics and Suns? Yeah. Celtics and Suns. See, I was thinking Suns too. You don't I like don't the love Suns, them, but Mark. I mean if you're if that's you're looking also, that's the same oh, it thing. Is. It's the same thing. Minus one ninety four. It's weird. Yeah. I yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to throw like a Cavs in there or something to uh, to get it. That a would be lower. my third pick, though. I do think that because really? we're getting a little bit. Uh, I love the Knicks as much as the next guy, but I think we're getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves here. Uh, in that mm. the the Donovan Mitchell had thirty eight points on thirty shots. He wasn't great, but I mean, he was pretty much the only guy shooting the ball. He gets more guys involved. Right. Garrett Garland comes in. He drops 20. You know, Mitchell can go for 50 at any moment. And he's done it in the postseason yeah. before successfully. It's just had Rudy Gobert behind him. 
I I, uh, I think that people the, the idea that New York is just stamped in round two. I'm not quite there yet, even though I love the way they play. Well, we, yeah, we were saying this is the biggest favorite they've been in a series, the playoff series, in many years. What were we talking, Carmelo Anthony? Like they're, they're minus one seventy now to advance in a series, which is uh which is high. All right, let's talk hockey real quick. We got so much baseball play of the day. Hockey, Islanders lose to the Canes. Not good, Mikey Meatballs. Fun game, but uh, they were dumped in game one. Two overtime game. One went to double overtime. Stars lose to the Wild. Uh, Oilers dump one at home versus the hometown Kings here in L.A. By the way, my son, he's he's sometimes wrong about this stuff, so I want to check it. Are the Rams the only L.A. team to not make the playoffs this year? I know you got to go by a weird calendar. And we're not going to count the... Um... Well, the, we're not going to count the Ducks Char- or the Halos as being LA, right? Right, right. which okay. is ironic yes, since they're yes. the Los so Angeles Chargers, Angels. But yes, they are not even in LA Chargers County. Chargers, Chargers, Kings, Lakers, Clippers. Who am I missing? Uh, Dodgers. That's it. Dodgers is the only thing, right? That's it. I guess that would Sounds be Sounds about right. All right. Not as, as I thought it was more impressive than it is. Um, Eddie Rangers devils tonight. I guess this is a, basically a pick them for the series, for the game, for everything. You should get more blue shirts in there uh, at the devil's home arena, or at least close. How are you feeling going into game? I, one? I feel I'll come on camera. I feel terrible. I feel like I'm taking the <laughs> SAT and like have a, job interview while at a funeral. Like I wake up, I want to, I want to vomit. Wow. I'm not, you know, the devil's not team build wise the same, but they're in a like similar spot. The Rangers were last year where they're the underdogs who didn't really have uh, a target on their backs. And they're just along for the ride. Obviously a historic jump for them. Like, you know, uh, most wins in team, most wins in team history. And now the Rangers are like, you have these expectations, you get these uh, all-star level players, hall of famer and Patrick Kane, and now you're supposed to win. And I just like, it just sucks. They are just so they're, they're like, not like kryptonite for the Rangers. Uh, one, two and one isn't the worst record versus team, but they, they do play a different style. They're very fast. They make you pay on turnovers. Rangers do turn the puck over bread, man, looking at you. Um, and, and they'll, they'll put them in the back of the net. Now, obviously Rangers, when they played the devils, huh. didn't have their full lineup there. They obviously didn't make those big trades yet. Didn't have their full defensive groups. So there it is a positive. Obviously we have the, uh, big advantage in net too with goal, uh, with uh, Igor there, but uh, I I just I wish we had the Hurricanes in the first round. I it, it just I hate Devils fans. The few that there are, uh, Rangers will have the home 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 ice <laughs> advantage. But I just want to think about anything else besides yeah. this. After we're done with all our shows today, before four o'clock Pacific time, I'm going to be walking up and down like the highways here, just trying to clear my mind because I'm I'm an absolute wreck right now. It is it is terrible. <laughs> well, would it help you? I mean, I do feel bad. I feel like we should lend some support. Would you like us to no, watch the game not. with you? We'll, we'll yeah, do wherever you yeah, are. Yeah, I'm positive sure? on that one. I watch it. I, mean, I watch. The dark like alone. Um, if the Rangers are up three nothing, mm. um, I'll gladly go out and meet them because you know historically speaking, uh, they're going to be fine in that series. But game one, uh, I don't think so. I think this okay. game is a very important. I think it'll set the tone for the series, and I'm interested to see how many Devils fans will actually be in attendance for this game tonight. Because I, I do think it'll be a heavy Rangers crowd, especially with the ticket prices at MSG. Mm. Um, I think a lot of diehard Rangers fans will buy tickets at the Prudential Center and be in Newark tonight for this game. So. Um, I, I, I really, right. really hope they win game one. 
All right, but let us know if you change your mind because we, we're I'm worried though. Yeah, it feels I'm, like a cry. It feels like yeah, a cry. Yeah, I'm for worried because he's talking yeah. about like nausea and he's agitated and he can't, you know, he can't. He's a dark yeah. cloud and everything else. It sounds like he got hit uh, by Jacob Truba with an elbow. Um, I, oh, I like Eddie on. Spaghetti's great. He's a quintessential legit fan of a team because he is sick in his balls about the prospects of what could go wrong here and how painful it would be and everything mm. else. And, and I can relate to that completely, but then it's sort of like criticizing a member of your family. Like, well, I can criticize members of my, don't you do it? Cause as soon as I push back with like, right. I would, if the devs win a couple here, they're going to feel good about themselves. And those youngsters with those wheels, mm. if they lose any half step of anxiety, about being in playoff intensity, yeah. I'd be scared of the Devils, not just in round one, but through the entire Wales conference here. No, as soon as I up. say that, Spaghetti, right, I, don't, right I don't want yeah. anything. I don't want to hear your opinion on the Rangers. Like the same way you don't want to hear mine <laughs> on the Penguins. I, I said the Penguins should have done X, Y, Z in the offseason. You push back. Yeah, so Shaq, it's the same thing. I don't want to hear your criticism of it. Yeah, your team's not in the playoffs, Shaq. You can maybe keep quiet <laughs> for a couple of weeks. Right? And I, I, will, right. I will say the playoffs, it. especially last night, like, you know, double overtime game, another overtime game. You have some underdogs winning. Uh, and one of my best friends is a yeah. Blue Jackets fan. Obviously, they're running for the number one overall pick, and he's texting. He's like, "Man, these playoffs are so great! Like, I'm gonna every single day going forward will be so awesome." And I'm like, "This is my worst nightmare. Like, I wish I was in your position. Weirdly, and I almost yeah. wish the Rangers were like the worst team in the league, just so I could actually enjoy playoff hockey because this is not enjoyable. This is it, I woke up dreading today. It, it is just I cannot get my mind off it. It is so it is terrible. You know that I'm in a bad place when I've watched literally almost every NBA playoff game to just not think about the hockey game. It just it's it is wow. terrible. Well like I'll say it. this again for the third time we're there we're there for you. <laughs> and also real quick um before we forget put also that in the cap of consequences for spaghetti down the road there Joel um SATs drunk during a funeral. That's what that's who wants. We'll find we'll find a nice funeral for I, you. Spaghetti um, though, that's it's interesting because he doesn't want to watch. But but then if you heard minus three, he guaranteed like Namath before three. He guaranteed wow. victory. He guaranteed. No, I didn't. No, I did not. Wow. I didn't guarantee. I think I, I'll guarantee this series goes no less than six games. I'll say that. That's my only guarantee. Meatballs. What do you I think? I can see the rags sweeping this. Series? I really could. If that see, that's why I'm talking about. If they if the rags win the first two, the series will obviously be over, and they'll sweep them. Check. You flip flop. You've said this. You uh, spaghetti's rags. Spaghetti's rags. And now you took Boston to win the. I like them a uh, lot. I, I don't like that least. that matchup. Is I can't. Uh, I, I don't know who's going to win rags devs. So if I can't figure that out, how can I take one of those Me, two teams to go to the will, final? Meatballs will tell us who's winning rags devils. Rangers and six. Oh, that's what I yeah. did say. That's what I said. On my right, three. Let's no. do it. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Why not? Uh, Shaq back to the Edmonton. And uh, we, we both took, actually I took Edmonton over Boston only because that's 27 to one odds. Even though I think Boston's probably better. Uh, I'll figure that out. If it gets to that, you took Boston over Edmonton. I think it's 15 to one odds, but again, boy, not great when they're going to have to grind it out every night against a team like the Kings, a formidable, but um, shouldn't be threatening them. Yeah. Like this. It's a bummer. I, I think Edmonton will win the series, but it's, it, it's gotta be a gut punch to have been there mm. uh, for a number of years during, during the McJesus years that 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 these these unnecessary there was a feeling of even you know in the intermission between the third and overtime it was like when when uh Kopitar scored the goal late in the third period I thought like 
that like, oh my God, not even we might lose this game. Just like we got to play an extra period now. Like we, we have to go through they mm-hmm. they got to start hammering teams that they're better than and saving saving their mm-hmm. legs for more intense showdowns. So it's, it's not good to have to play the Avs when you're playing overtimes and going to game sevens all the time. That that does uh, wear on these teams. So that's so yeah, it's bad. And then you have Boston. The whole team was supposed to be sick with the uh, mononucleosis or something. They came out and they they hammered. Um, I don't know. It, it's just the playoff hockey is just so hard. It's a different beast. Martin, maybe you have it figured out. Who do you have? Oh, I'm with the H dog. I uh, so heard his impassioned plea on against all odds. I'm with the L.A. Kings. With the over Kings. Boston. Yes, we go. There we are. The hometown team. Seventy to one. Wow. All right. That'll be good. There you go. Wow. Uh, yeah. You could get the Kings by themselves at thirty. Has there ever one. been? Well, it's fun has there ever been yeah. a, a a season in big time sports where there are because legitimately, um, you know, Boston has to with the historic season. They must win the cup or bust on this season. Edmonton must make a deep run or shame the devil on uh, on mm. them. Um, Spaghetti's rags. They are set up. The moves they made are for right now. And there are a bunch of young teams on the rise in the Wales conference and the Toronto Maple Leafs must make some hay. They, it, it's yeah, not it's enough to just beat the lightning either. Like if they, if they vanquish that and move on to round two, it will very quickly become, so what you sell you come on Leafs. You got to make a run to the final here. There's so much pressure on so many teams. Can mm-hmm. you remember that being true in, in a playoff um, here I haven't thought about it. I know we we spun it a little. I think the Rangers could still be good next year, so maybe I don't, we might be taking liberties with a couple of those. But yeah, I I, I know what you're saying. I think all those teams you mentioned are going to make it. Really they're all going to win. Good for you. I like the that. occasion. Yeah, they're all going to win. <laughs> uh, I hope I win tonight. We're headed to the ballpark tonight. Dodgers, Mets, taking the fam. I'm already stressed about parking and getting in that. I probably should leave in about 20 <laughs> minutes for the 7 p.m. game. But uh, I'm thinking, what do you guys think, Martin? I'm thinking about the being the guy. Now, this is my first experience live with the pitch clock. I'm thinking about being the guy who counts down in a very loud voice every pitch. <laughs> you should uh, you should count down. You should do that, and then also give a five, a ten, fifteen, five minute warning as the uh, eighth inning is closing, so people know when they can go stop buying beer. You know, so that way everybody. Oh, can that's know right. How, yeah, just we how get drunk extra- they can get. Extra concession time. Yeah, that's really the number like the they should have clock, out there. Like, Three, two, yeah. one. <laughs> How long would you do? What would you do, Shaq, if you sit next to me? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't count down from 20, but like seven, maybe? Okay, I, Is that, would that I, get no, annoying? No. Would that get annoying? <laughs> no. Of course you should do that. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the bottom right. line. Okay. We can speculate about it, but yeah. we won't ultimately really know. And in fact, Please have one of your boys, mm. you know, multiple would be even better. Make sure we get this on video and and over and over again. And let's see where it goes. All right. Do it in the first inning, then in the third. And let's see how mm. it goes. And the, your your neighbors in the seats, how they react as the game goes on. It'll be a fun. It'll be yeah. a fun uh, sociological experiment. But I'm glad you brought this up, too, because I've been meaning to point out people. I, I, I just said I love that sack town proud and good for them that they got to have one, let alone two against the defending champs. Good times there. But the cowbell jive is just that jive. 
you don't get any credit for being loud when you bring in uh, foreign, oh, foreign really? objects to help you with making those sounds, right? I like it. I like it. You don't think the terrible towel no, makes a noise I, 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 when you're swirling I'm through not here for you. No? I'm not here for your foolishness. I, this is a serious point. Oh, you get you you get no okay. credit for being oh, what an intimidating home atmosphere. Yeah, you're clanging you're clanging cowbells. I mean, of course it's a it's an annoying thing. But is it more annoying than mm-hmm. Sal counting down the pitch clock? We won't know until after tonight. We're gonna find out. We'll find out. Yeah, I feel like my wife's coming. She's going to put a kibosh on uh, this whole thing, but um, we'll see. We'll see. I want to get it in there. By the way, there are Kershaw, by the way, 10 and 0 lifetime and 16 starts versus the Mets. Huh. So it's, it's going to be, it might not be the greatest. Uh, laugh might be, the joke might be on me. Race to disgrace. Now, we mentioned this earlier. Before the season, each of us picked a team that we thought would lose 10 games first, right? We do race to 10 in basketball, not so successful lately. This way, it was me, it was Yushek, it was Martin, it was Michael and Eddie. I think um, Babyface was gone. He was touring Jerusalem or something, but so he wasn't involved. But we have five teams, and the idea is not not to win, but to not lose. So, Shek, you officially right. won, I guess, with the Nats. They were the first to get to 10 losses. Then I had the Rockies. They got to 10 losses next. I think they have 12, actually. Now it's Martin with the Detroit Tigers, his beloved Detroit Tigers, with nine losses, they've won three in a row and have been rained out a bunch. But the good news is you have a double header today. So you might be in the clubhouse. You should be in the clubhouse by nightfall. Absolutely. Right? And then you if got the weather was better. Yeah. If they started baseball season in May, I'd already been, I'd well, be home well before now. Me and Dave both by the way, we discussed Dave this. had eight losses and I had nine the last time we talked. And I think since then, the Tigers we have played three this. games. They won all three. Yeah. We said this. We said, we got it. Uh, we're going to do it. However it shakes out, it shakes out. You got to consider schedule. You got to consider weather for the next few weeks. You got to look at a farmer's almanac if you have to, whatever you need to do. So it's you. You should be okay, Martin. Eddie Spaghetti has the Red Sox. They lost their ninth game yesterday on Patriots Day. And Mikey Meatballs, I think he was thought he was being funny. Actually playing the percentages, taking the Pirates. Traditionally, a stink bomb. Not funny at all, is it? Seven losses. Mikey Meatball, seven losses. You feel confident? You're going to have to dip into the cap of consequences if this team doesn't go on a losing streak. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) See, we try to get this going. We try to get it going to get spark up some interest. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That, that. That's he's going to look really good going nuts. with the Buckos. I mean, like, listen, cap of consequences. <laughs> this opens up some possibilities yeah. involving Sidney Crosby uh, jerseys and Gino right. Malkin jerseys. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Or oh, dress as a pirate, walk around as an actual pirate for a, I don't know, with a hook for a hand. The Pirates, by the way, have scored 13 plus runs twice in their last 11 games. They had done that. Twice in their previous 424 games combined. I dug Dave, that the up. Bacos, the Bacos is the, I, I, You know what I did last night? Talk about going to Chavez Ravine. I actually yeah. had to look up when the Buckos are in L.A. Because I, I feel like. Oh, it's, it's usually, you know, yeah. what I, I'm not going to I'm not going to drag my uh, my kids and force them to watch my bum uh, baseball team. But no, you guys hit. They're fun. The they are fun. That's, fun. That's yep, all you want. Exactly. I, but there is a world check. Hear me out where the pirates don't get to 10 losses in enough time for Michael to win this. 
but also don't make the playoffs. Couldn't you see that? I mean, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to go there right now. Not on this hot streak. Right. No, sir. Um, now this, uh, Blue Jays starting pitcher, Anthony Bass, he's in a little bit of hot water. I think this backfired. He posted a picture of his wife and two kids on a United airlines flight and popcorn all around their seat. And he said that he basically said the flight attendant demanded that his wife, who also happens to be 20 weeks pregnant, um, clean up around her. Uh, the the mess that the kids made. And now people are like, oh, is I don't know who who's supposed to clean this up if not your wife. And like it really kind of backfired. There's talk about if when he goes to Yankee Stadium to pitch, everybody's gonna throw popcorn. He's not even gonna be able to see home plate. Uh I don't know, Martin. I've, I I asked my wife about this. I'm curious to see what the Megans think about this. It could go either way. I feel like it all hinges on how the flight attendant approached his wife and said, you better clean this up right now. I know you're pregnant. I don't care. Get on all fours. That's different from, hey, do you mind um, get, getting some of this out of the way? Oh, I didn't know you were pregnant, right? So I, I want to know a little more about the interaction. I mean, see, I get that, but I also like, and again, I don't have kids, so I, I know Dave doesn't go out on Saturday night because he does have kids. But I you know, just so maybe this is the place of privilege I'm speaking from. But also, like, mm-hmm. why is your kid throwing popcorn all over the place? Like, this is an airplane. Like, you know, like, I, like, I, I fly all the time. Well, it's a kid. I was like, I hate it yeah. when people's kids yeah. are acting like complete and total whatevers because they can't, like, just discipline your child. Like, tell it to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not understanding. It's not, it's not like baby crying. Can't, can't communicate. It's like, it's like six years old. Like, get down there and pick it up. That's. That's what my wife said. She said, all right, the, the mother has to at least make an effort and make it as it, it's like when your dog craps, uh, you're going for a walk and it's like in like um, kind of like thick grass. You have to at least bend over and pretend to be picking it up. And it, even if you can't find it right, the wife, the mother has to say to the five year old, hey, you got to pick up a little bit uh, around yourself. Right. Um, Got to make that effort. Check. Where are you on this? I think uh, your wife, Melissa, is spot on there. I, I, you know, the crying baby thing, the people who are, it's one thing if it, if it bugs you, whatever, because you wanted quiet and, and you got otherwise on your, uh-huh. uh, your flight, that you're a weirdo if you actually vocalize your dissatisfaction with that. I've been on, I, and by the way, have you seen that in your lives? Have you been on planes when people are like, Get that yeah. kid quiet. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? We're, we're, we're trying to have a oh, society. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as mm. far as that goes, that's exactly right. There is an assumption among those involved in our society that you're going to try to be halfway decent to your neighbors. Ergo, yeah, mm-hmm. if you make a mess, pick up the popcorn. You first order businesses. Right. Hey, Tina, little baby, pick up the popcorn. You made a mess. Pick it up. And then when they do a bad job of it, you fix it up for them. Because as I always tell my little bit, right. Well, I always always tell my kids when my kids were little and they would make a mess at a restaurant. I'd be like, now a grown up is going to have to come and clean that. That's why you have to take care of that. Because even though it's their job, it's not right to create mess unnecessarily. Try to do right. I'm with you though, on the flight attendant part. I mean, also, the customer is also right. And that doesn't is always right, as they say. Yes, you as a citizen uh-huh. of society should feel compelled. Like, I can't be this big, uh, uh, so myopic, and I can't raise a generation of myopic uh, souls here. Clean this mess up. On the other hand, 
Yeah. The flight attendant. Wait, what do you be going up to customers? Like, you better clean that up. Like, what? Excuse me. I, I, no. both. So, right. Yeah. Well, we, we got to know how. I don't it care. Was I don't care. How, right? how would you say but, that but if I, you're the flight attendant that it's okay to say that to uh, a paying customer? If I had to bet, all right, there ain't no flight. Somebody complained to the flight yeah. attendant that this little head was, excuse me, this little kid was throwing stuff all over wow. the place and <laughs> acting like a complete animal in the airplane. Somebody who just was sitting there was probably buzzed the thing because they don't want to do it because if they interact with somebody, then you're going to be, why are you disciplining my child? You can't say it because you can't say anything to anybody's kid these days, no matter what type of devilish behavior they're exhibiting at the moment because everybody's just a god It's kind of a victimless parent. crime, though, right? <laughs> Isn't it a victimless crime? Who cares? I mean, in terms of how the other passengers feel like what is so you're going to step on popcorn on the way to the bathroom i think anthony bass is the only one who's kind of really wrong here for mm, pointing it right. out right without what i i kind of think it's a went a little over the top and um little embarrassing not something i would post for sure Babyface, where you fall on this i mean did you have to clean up after harry when he was on the treadmill eating boston <laughs> cream pie yesterday and boston chicken Constantly and all that picking up after him and uh yeah, you know, it's just part of the job. This yeah. guy's part of the job. Was your duty, and also right. if you're the Blue sure. Jays, yeah. I think you need to trade Bass. This isn't very Canadian. He's representing Toronto, and he has a over seventy ERA. Uh-huh. You got to trade him. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, what a mess he must make on the team plane. Also, if this is how he feels, I just got yeah. a text from Harry that All he right. found a Boston cream pie, a full Boston cream pie, <laughs> under his right bosom this morning. That's, I mean, is that that, right? that's wow. heavy that you can lose a full pie in there. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know who complains about yeah, a crying baby on an airplane. Because who's, who's on an airplane not wearing headphones in the first damn place? Like, that's, that's yeah, halfway well, that's your true. fault. But if somebody's throwing popcorn at me right. or just throwing popcorn in general and it's coming into my general area, yeah, I uh-huh. discipline your child, please. please. I got in some row before right. with a lady. Society. I once also, I was once in a parking lot, and as I was walking by a big, super expensive SUV, the car door opened, the driver's side car door opened, and I saw a uh, a mess of food, like a half-eaten sandwich, all chewed up and everything, masticated and everything, dropped right out of the car door. And I, I walked by, and then I stopped, not knowing who was inside, mm. and I turned back, and I said, and I knocked on the window, which was, of course, uh, frosted over. And uh, there was a woman inside, so I felt like a heel. I couldn't get enough an argument with her. But I said, you know, you, yeah. you know, somebody else has to come clean up that mess now. And she said, mind your own business. And I said, I am minding right. my own business. We live in a society. And we're <laughs> I, 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 I gave it to her, but good. And then and she's like, I'm 20 weeks pregnant. Well, that- Back off. Yeah. I was just going to make a similar joke about that. Then we had a vigorous oh, lovemaking session and she wound up with oh, another wow. baby okay. from Damashek. That's what happened. Two hours, 59 <laughs> minutes and three seconds. Good job. All right. Uh, all right. Let's take another quick break and uh, our play of the day. And then we'll get the hell out of here. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I don't think you guys are going to like this. I'm uh, hitting the hardwood here. Play of the day, Suns win and Chris Paul double-double. Get those together. Same game parlay on Caesars is plus 182. Now, here's what's interesting, Martin. Chris Paul, last 14 games he's been in that were refed by Scott Foster, who's the referee tonight. What's Chris Paul's team's record? In 0-14 straight up? Yeah. Yeah, it's 0 14. It's 0 14. That ends tonight. Chris Paul's going to be locked in. They're going to give him, he's going to get to the line. I mean, uh, no, it's got to be enough. It's got to be enough already with this. He was two for eight in game one, had 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Um, He had in the three regular season games, he had 11, 13, and 11 assists uh, against the Clippers. Odds wise, you turn a big minus into a nice plus there. I'm going Chris Paul, double-double, Suns win, plus 182. Martin, what what happens? When do they call Scott Foster in and say, hey, um, now Chris Paul is 0-77 in games you've played. Like, uh, what? It gets, it gets a little it spotty. It goes so points, far right? back that, you know, Chris Paul was a part of the worst playoff loss in NBA history. He was a member of the New Orleans Hornets. Scott Foster officiated that mm-hmm. game. Again, the New Orleans Hornets. Right. That team now – Different nickname, not the breakers. <laughs> not the, the breakers. Yeah, um, yeah. Wow. I, I would be leaning towards Phoenix, but Scott Foster is the straw that broke my camel's back over there. Oh, come on, though, this has got to be bigger I news. Can't get with it. <laughs> has Chris Paul ever been on an popcorn. abject bum team? Even oh, and four. It'd be one thing if he was on the worst team in the league at any stretch. It's always on good right. teams. Oh, and fourteen. Yeah, they're probably favored in eight of these games. Like it's nuts. Oh, yeah. I, I, Definitely. Uh, all right. Martin, what do you got? What's your, your point? Today? I think Chris Paul's probably only been in the playoffs as a lower than five seed once. And that was when he was in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. in the bubble. And that team was supposed to do nothing. Right. I'm going with Donovan Mitchell over four and a half assists. Uh, 30 shots is too many shots for him. Darius Garland is a very capable offensive player. They're going to need him to score because that's about all they got to score the basketball in Cleveland is those two guys. And so I think Donovan Mitchell will be looking to move the ball, especially early in the game. Um, and plus, too, Mobley was missing a lot of bunnies at the rim, and he doesn't do well with bigger, stronger guys like Randall, but he'll be better. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good one. I like that. Sheck, let me try to predict what you're going with. Are you going with a parlay or one? No, uh, I'm going one to, team? I, No, yeah, no parlay. Okay, the one team you're taking. Oh man, this is tough. You're going to take the abs minus a goal and a half plus one. You didn't even get the right sport there. As a matter of fact, I'm going to revisit the Valley of the sun where you just paid a quick visit. I'm going to take the sun's minus eight. Uh And my logic is this. I would have taken the sun's straight up. What? Why is it? Why is that number so big? Explain something to me there. Either one of you, the zigzag after a loss, they just, they typically add a point to the team that lost, uh, you know what I'm saying? They 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 give the edge to the team. Makes that sense, lost but that just seems two. heavy to me, yes. right? Didn't everybody just see the game? There is a 
the parlay kid loves this. He loves zigzagging. The team that lost, the home team that lost game one in game two, it's a monster number. And I wish I had it in front of me against the spread. And uh, it, it's now caught fire. And now, now the, the books know about it. And so the Suns would be the play here. And so that's probably why they can't make it like six. Well, I didn't but know all that, was it but, I, one, but I, I defined all was that it? loosely yeah. that it doesn't, it doesn't to my yeah. eye looks weird. So then there must be something I don't understand about it. So I'm taking the Suns laying that heavy number eight uh, minus one ten. Well, yeah. In fact, it, that only, so what does that apply to Martin? Which a lot of home teams lost. Like the Cavs lost. Um, so you would go with them in Cavs game two. Lost. Memphis and Memphis and the Bucks are weird because right if Jaw is out and Giannis is out or limited, it's not exactly the same thing. But that's uh, those would the t- those would those would be the four teams you would go after here. Yeah, right? but I think Giannis yeah. will be back. Um, Jaw, I'm still concerned about, but those would be it. Uh, and then yeah, and then the Clippers mm-hmm. and the Clippers Suns matchup. But I, yeah, I don't know, dog. I, I hear you, Dave. It's the, Classic up, down, and the whole everybody and their mom is going to be taking the Clippers in the eight. But I don't know how the mm-hmm. Suns are are supposed to score be nine points better than this Clippers team. Right. As as Scott Foster's got it. As I remember. I mean, that should fact that should factor in as much <laughs> really as anything should. else. The Very over, good 14. <laughs> Willie Stargell once told yeah. uh Roy Firestone on the old ESPN interview show. I remember him <laughs> saying, like, it's like, what do you know, Willie? Tell us something. It's you know, after all these years, he said, I know what I don't know. And I don't know why the Suns would be laying eight after what we saw in the first game. That me- makes me think mm-hmm. that the bookmakers know something. And so I'm going to take the Suns. Right. The masses are asses. All right. Listen, we've gone far too long. What is this? An hour and 15? I like these podcasts to be 19 minutes. I don't know how we got so uh, off rail. Let's here, go but, two hours uh, in, uh, have- in 59 minutes, right? In honor of Megan. Can you believe that? Megan ran. Um, Three times as long as uh as was as what we just blabbered about nonsense throwing popcorn in uh on airplanes. All right, lemon pepper parlay, Martin, you and Gunnels this week, and then at the end of the week, Gunnels has to pay Kappa consequences, dresses as Cinderella, he lost his March Madness pool, he came in last. He's gonna be you're gonna go with him on the boulevard. He's dressed as Cinderella, carrying a sign that says my bracket sucked or something to that effect. It's, it's gonna be a, a whale of a time. I'm, I I'm very, very excited, excited to to plaster this all over the extra points and Mark. In fact, <laughs> go follow Mark A. Gunnels on Twitter and Instagram and retweet this because uh, every retweet that he gets will cause him just a slight a slight bit of pain in his chest as as it happens. Yeah. So just go ahead and do that. Oh, that's great. That's what we want. Pain in people's chest. <laughs> you want to pain just to, it's easier than Draymond stepping on you. You could just uh, just pick from the cap of consequences. You get. Pain in your chest. Shaq, minus three. Uh, Henge coming up. Greg McElroy, like I Boy, said. Boy, he was really, week, uh, I, was you know, Spaghetti episode. and I were talking after the show. McElroy is what you want in a talker about like. I can't believe he knew so much he, hockey. First of all, it was crazy how much. I mean, legit was old man, as it turns out, was uh, exact. Yep. Good guy, by the but, way. Yep. Oh, did you? I knew he, he's gotten me Cowboys tickets. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I mean, his insights, like how blunt he is, like, hey, do you like Kenny Pickett? Nah, not impressed. Like, what? Yeah. Like, it can't be nice. <laughs> yeah, can't do that. But by the way, that's two guests in a row that have kind of crapped on Kenny Pickett. I'm sorry, who'd you have last week that you said would he be a top three quarterback Chad Ryder, in this draft year's draft? Expert, yeah. Like, 
Chad Ryan is he's like, no. Yeah, he's like, no. I don't Why care. He's lighting a fire uh, under eight. Should... Don't you understand? Eight <laughs> is on the right. And we're not, I'm not talking about the purple eight anymore. What is funny though, very quickly, is uh, just as yeah. just as Martin Weiss said, it's gonna be a whale of a time. I swear in that moment, I was thinking about a punishment for Mikey Meatballs that involves the Hartford Whalers, nay, the Carolina Panthers, uh, as get back when his Pirates bet doesn't win and he loses the race to disgrace. Look for that one. He said he I didn't care. That, yeah. He said he didn't care. Uh, let me tell you something. He cared when we were sitting there through 80 for Brady. That was a marathon <laughs> of sorts, too. That might be a that might be the greatest sports accomplishment for anyone on the staff having to sit through that. Well, let's see how you guys do in your pickup anyway. game on uh, on Venice Beach, and then we'll decide on that one. Yeah, that's not gonna be fun either. I, by the way, I watched the first 40 minutes of uh, White Men Can't Jump to get the uh because there's various outfits, Martin. There's not just the yeah. one. We we got to figure it out. This is gonna cost me like three hundred dollars just to get the outfit right, but and then I'm gonna <laughs> die right there. The, uh, or maybe you'll get killed at Chavez plane. Ravine tonight by your neighbor. That'd be good. That'd be good. Check, right. congratulations uh, on Alan Robinson. Everyone out Sorry, there. Sorry, Sal, I'm gonna cut you off. What? Oh yeah. Alan Robinson reportedly traded to the Steelers pending a physical. Oh, he's got to pass the physical. Is this a true story? <laughs> No, spaghetti's playing games. That's <laughs> April all. Fools was like That's two weeks good. ago, buddy. Uh, no line. A reminder, Shaq. A reminder. You may feel like wins, underdogs. everybody. Who cares about hockey? It's for nerds anyway. Here we go, Steelers. Here Please we go. Please remember. You're Here all my we go, favorites. Steelers. Here we go. Dot dot. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.